Now, they either the OGs are either dead okay. in prison or just done gave the game up. So now these young kids that's coming up, they ain't got nobody. They old head is maybe two to three years older, older than, than them. them. My old head was almost 10, five, 10 years older, older than, than you. So now you got the blind leading the blind. That's what they called them. My parents were calling it blind leading the blind. So if I got this crash dummy teaching this other crash dummy, of course it's going to be nothing but motherfucking chaos and Babylon. So People, it's your host with the most sunny day, Sun Diesel, Son of the Sun, Son of Man, Son of God in the flesh, aka C Scott. Woo! Are we already at episode seven? Uh, excuse my voice on the intro. I got a little bit of this cold that's going around. You know, they done gave everybody the flu shot, so you know, I feel like they give people the flu shot, and then that shit just, just projects out into society. But I'm not gonna go all conspiracy chemtrail today. It's a beautiful morning. So as you know, this is Tell Me The Truth, the podcast, where we give everybody opportunity to come on and tell their truth. Ah, excuse me. So what we're doing now is an intro. So check us out at tellmethetruth-podcast.com. That is tellmethetruth-podcast.com. Check us out. We got links on every person we ever uh do a little truth telling session with we have all their links we have our our links facebook instagram twitter some other shit if i forget about it we got the itunes link subscribe on itunes man because that's really how you can push us forward subscribe on itunes give us a rating give us a response if it's something you don't like um tell us that shit i like bad news good news any news but that feedback is critical for us to create a good project so that is what we are trying to really you know push 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 towards the end of this year is just feedback 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 we're over we're at over 200 subscribers well over a thousand page views so everything is going and building up nice and strong i got people coming at me trying to get on the show you know we still waiting for some advertisers to reach out but things is looking good 
So, this episode is episode seven, Hood Hero. I went, anybody who's familiar with Gainesville, you know the different areas to this particular episode was in Forest Green, which is not, didn't seem like too much of a bad area now, but historically it has had its ups and downs. So I went over there and sat down with Lil Poe Hood Hero, and we just kind of talked about everything, music, the hood, what's going wrong, what's going right, what can be done, you know, and just swagged out and chill, you know, you get all the ambient noise of you know an apartment area and i thought it went really good he had some good opinions and some good insights so with no further ado i give you episode seven hood hero with little poe hood hero go i'm thinking about the good old days now quick they slip away but i'm gonna be fine i'm gonna be fine i'm gonna be all right slide it up and let it so pretty much what we're gonna do is chop it up i don't want to talk about your music and your projects because i see on uh, facebook you got a lot of stuff just yeah. coming moving i see you with a lot of artists and stuff so just talk about that and then Whatever, that way you know just kind of let the people know who little poe is introduce them to the hood hero you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so shit, tell the people where are we at right now right now we're in the hood, we're in the Jacks, we're in Village Green, off 15th Street, you know what I'm saying? Hotties, shout out to Hotties, but I'm a West Side native, Pine Ridge, Northwest. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Over the bridge, Southwest. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you know, we got together. I think I first met you through Sean. I don't know if you remember. It's probably maybe even like 10 years ago. I feel like we see each other like every six years. When he was staying in the big house. Yeah, out there with Marcellus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. And that's been a long time. That was a long And then check this out. Before he lived there, he was my roommate in uh, Mat not Magnolia. Okay, okay. A Tower Village, I don't know. Okay. And then he moved in there with Marcellus. And then that was a, that was a pretty ass high, that was a height situation. Yeah, man. From what I recall, I was like, hey, y'all, y'all turning up over here. Yeah, that was my actually my first time even meeting Sean through my homeboy. Told you I had just started. Oh, oh, oh. Started. Oh, yeah. Um, my group with my homeboy Flame, uh, Animal House. Okay. So, you know, I just started, you know, young nigga in the streets, got money to spend. That's what it was. Okay, and kind of just doing it, putting it to the music. Yeah, now, yeah. had you already been rapping at that point, or did you like have the money and say, I want to give this a shot? No, nah, I always been rapping. Been rapping since like about seventh grade. Okay. Um, I actually took it more serious as I had a lot more to say far as, you know, growing up in the street, you know what I'm saying, being a being a product of where I'm from, so I had shit to talk about. You know, when I was yeah. young it was more of learning how to just put the lines together, put bars together. I didn't even know how to count bars back then. I was just saying raw shit. Yeah. And it's just I got serious as the money came. I had shit to talk about. Okay. So it's like you had more like real life experiences yeah. to put into the music. Yeah. And you know, then we kind of, I kind of want to wait and to get into that, but let's just get into that now. Cause you know, something that I kind of always come across on these episodes when we be talking about stuff, especially even where I'm from, cause where I'm from, it's a bit heroin epidemic right now. And I'd be like trying to say what is going on in the community that just has a lot of this crazy shit happening and popping off. 
You know, because I feel like most of us start out going to church doing this and this and that, and then the next thing you know, shit gets real and innocence is lost. I mean, so like, what are some of these things that you saw out here that you that you put into your music? But you know what I'm saying? That kind of was formative in your experience <coughs> as a person and an artist. Mainly, it was just basically it basically started out just what I felt like was raw at the time of my life. Far as you just know, transactions and, and people talking about violence and just fucking around with females. When I that's being young, you know, being older, I got to understand that it's pros and cons of this shit. And basically, I'm not rapping to be anyone's role model. You see what I'm saying? That's okay. Not my, that's not what I'm here for. Um, but in my music, I will try to give the pros and cons about. It. If you want to sell drugs, there's pros to it. There's cons to it. You know what I'm saying? Everything you do, there's a pro and con. And in my music. Um, I'm not finna be trying to kick knowledge all the damn time, all that shit. Okay. It ain't about that with me. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm just, I do it to have fun, spitting my life and those life that, you know, that encounter the same life, you the know, whole same thing. type of And you know what, and that's what I be telling people, because sometimes people will be like, you know, not feeling different aspects of the hip hop. And I say, well, you know what, you really need every aspect, because I say, if everybody's trying to do what I'm doing, then what I'm doing is not unique. Mm -hmm. So I say you need people to bring different levels and aspects. And then, you know, I look at it like this too. It has to be people out there to, to report on what's going on. Yeah. Because a lot of times, you know, the news portrays something one way and then, you know, and I work with a lot of Republican-minded people. So they'll just be like, oh, it's this and this. And I'm like, well, who in the fuck, who do you think we are? Because you like making blanket statements about people and it's like, well, you don't even know the situation. You know, like you haven't you haven't walked in these shoes, you haven't lived this life. So, you know, so a lot of people don't get that. And I and I think that's why you gotta have all assets aspects of the music covered. So you gotta have the guy kicking knowledge, but then you gotta have the guy saying, Well, this is what it's like on the ground where yeah. I'm at. Like this is what Arbor Green is like, or this is what Forest Green is like. Speaking of which, you know, I work across the street at Rawlins for five years as an after-school activity leader. Okay. And there was some raw shit that popped off a couple of times. I'm talking about people shooting. They had us, we have to lock the thing down because they running. So, but you know what I'm saying? People need to hear about that. People need to hear about, you know, this drug game because it's real. Like, a good question is, is how does all of it get here? You know, that's the, the time old question is how is drugs hey, hey, we know from how all get here. over planet Earth? <laughs> we know how is how drugs get. from all over planet Earth ending up like in areas like this like nobody nobody is mobile like that you know nobody has those kind of connections you would think you would think you know so like you say you got to report on it and put it in the music in the experience so yeah. um another thing too like i'm not gonna lie i'm into all type of music um and and you're right you need to both sides now one thing i will tell you know the kids you know if they want to do music you know what i'm saying get in that get in that book read you know what i'm saying read a lot find something more to talk about than just violence and everything all that i mean even at me at times you know i try to censor as much as i can because i have kids and nieces and nephews but I feel like I'm gonna tell the truth. So what it is, it is what it is. Parents just need to be on their kids, really, man. 
Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. I'm not here for no role model. No, no basketball, no entertainer, nobody famous should be a role model to your child. You know what I'm saying? Let's get that straight. I'm going I'm to have to agree with that. I'm going to have to agree with that. And the reason I agree with that is because there's nothing wrong with being an entertainer. I mean, the world needs entertainers. But the world needs doctors, the world needs lawyers, the world needs electricians, the world needs plumbers. And you know, a lot of times when kids don't idolize those common jobs, you know, like, because I know in my 20s I wanted to be, and I, and I still do have a, uh, an ambition to do music, but I don't want a record deal anymore. You know, I don't think because I used to, I think, you know, it used to be, remember, you know, I, I'm 32, I don't know how old you is, I'm 32. So. You know, I remember in my day, it was like, bam, 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 let's try to get a record deal. We're getting those, you could buy a book with all the A&Rs in them. Mm -hmm. And you send stuff out to the A&Rs and that was it. But that dream is gone, bro. It's like, I don't want to be on nobody's label. I don't want nobody's high interest loan. It's like, all you can do is do what we're doing right here. You know what I'm saying? Because look yep. at it right now. What we're doing is sitting on live on scene. Somebody in Germany may listen to this. And to us, okay, we just sitting here in Arbor Green in Gainesville. But somebody in Germany, nigga, this is the this is ground zero. Yeah. You know, this is like, okay, this is this is the genuine article. This yeah. ain't no pose of people or nothing. This is the genuine article. You know. Yeah. And they want to know what people like us have to say, cause we is, you know, we the truth. Yeah. You know. Right. And this is what it's a raw, original, authentic hip hop that goes and takes over the world comes from, from places just like this. And that's what people want to see. Yeah. So well, so what was it like? You said you was from uh, the west side. I'm from, yeah. Northwest, southwest. Pine Ridge, OTB. Pine Ridge, okay. So what was it like growing up over there? What was the experience? And what, what were you? Was that like the early 90s? Um, Yeah, early 90s. Okay. Early 90s. I, I moved to Pine Ridge like toward the end of my fifth grade year. That was like the first, first I can say, experience as far as Let's say project living okay. for apartments. I stayed. Okay, so those like duplexes, right? A quadruplexes, something like that. You know, yeah, I guess you say quadruplexes. Um, I I, I learned basically there almost so much as survival of the fittest. Almost, you know, I learned basically the grittiness of really hustling. You know, I had a homeboy that was in the same grade as me. Um, but he was, you know, equipped to the streets, you know, as far okay. as just catching swings and different things like that, you know. I knew of it, I didn't have it, had a chance to do it. So when I did, you know, I fell in love with it because of the money, more of the competition of okay. it at the time, you know. Pine Ridge is just like any, mostly any other hood. I mean, you have, you had your good people, you had your bad people, you had your crackheads, you had your Motherfucking whores, you, you, you everything. Know. Now I have a question because I know uh, I never, I never really, quote unquote, sold dope regularly. But we won't go on record about that. But um, uh, what was the the tactics? Because I feel like the techniques have changed. And let's see if anybody remember this now. Because I remember in the nineties, the technique was, let's say, a person. And it, now I will say too, I feel like if it was a white person in a nice car, the intensity level went up. But. But my homeboys would just hit the car, boom, and they all in the window, like, you know, and they would just have the dope out. And whoever had the nicest one, the guy would grab, bim, bim, bim. Yeah, was, I mean, it, was it that level of aggression? Because yeah. they, 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 they model was like, get aggressive. 
It's, I mean, you just gotta get aggressive. It was more of first come, first serve. You know what I'm saying? At first, you know, at times it can get like that. You know what I'm saying? If somebody pull up, I want to be the first one to catch this. I got to get this cash. But I also had on um, what we call grinding buddies. It might be one of me and one or two other people. We going to be in our little spot. And we catch, you know, we taking turns. Boom, you catch this, you catch that. That's just basically how I work it in music, too. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Man, the whole thing is, to me, I can't speak for nobody else. Music is the dope game, drug game, whatever you want to call it. It is the new legalized drug games. You got your saying, you got you got you got you got your bombs, you got the people trying to get over you, you got the big man, you got the workers, you got the middleman. It's the same thing. And then your music is the product. And you know what? Another bit similarity I see in that is is that anybody can do it. Yeah. Cause the anybody. thing I noticed about <laughs> drugs, you know, cause I never really was into it, but I can say that I remember in the summer between seventh and eighth grade, one of my homeboys, I ain't gonna say his name, but I just stopped seeing him. I'm like, man, what, what cause that? You know, like he ain't outside chilling and dot, dot, dot. And the next thing I know, this man came out clean as shit. Mm -hmm. You know, long story short, his daddy put him on. And you know, that's another story. But, uh, you know, it just, it's just crazy how, how the shit wounds people up in it. And it makes me wonder what's going on, why, how we losing our innocence so early? Because I feel like that's that's crazy, you know. Well, when I was coming up, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying. I learned right from wrong from my mother and my father. But as I got in them streets, we had what they call OGs, okay, old heads, okay. So you you gonna have an OG and an old head, you. You may be one of them young scrappy ones want to say this, say that. You may tell you, nah, bro, get off the corner. You don't know nothing about this. Then you got the ones that I'm, I'm going to do it because I want to do this. Well, then he going to take you on his wing. These the do's and the don'ts. Do this, do that. Don't do this, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Now, they either the OGs are either dead okay. in prison or just done gave the game up. So now these young kids that's coming up, they ain't got nobody. They old head is maybe... Two to three years older, older than, than them. Now. My old head was almost ten, five, ten years older, older than, than you. So now you got the blind leading the blind. That's what they called them. My parents were calling it blind leading the blind. So if I got this crash dummy teaching this other crash dummy, of course it's gonna be nothing but motherfucking chaos and Babylon. So now I got this young dude telling, he he think he he the hardest nigga in the world. He not telling you the cons of it. It's always the pros. So if I'm telling you the pros of everything, I ain't telling you the cons. I'm depriving you of this game because I ain't telling you, don't go around this corner because such and such going to rob you if you try to catch him. Uh, don't catch that swing because a 40, a 40 swing going to get you bam. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody telling you that. All I'm telling you is, well, get that money. And for get people like that that don't know, what's a 40 swing? A 40 swing, normally back in my days, is the swing that's seen the jail. That's the, that's the undercover. Or, 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 or the undercover police officer, the undercover rockhead, peerhead, we whatever. Okay. You go for that 40, that 40 getting you bam. Back in my day. And you catch that 40 swing, you're going down. You're going down. You're going down. And that's just the game right now. It ain't even about drugs no more with the 40. The 40 can be the, a record label. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, the 40 can be your homeboys. Your 40 can be 
The forty can be social media, whatever's there to take you down. You know what? And I feel like right now it's too many people posting weed shit on social media. They need to legalize that shit. Well, I think that's what they're trying to do here in 2016. Cause I don't know. I did. You, I don't know if you've been to the page, but I did an episode called Rocky Mountain High when my homeboy was in Colorado, and he said, "Man, they had like 85 percent extract, like the doubts, 85 percent." So. Like one and done. He went out there to do that and see ASAP Rocky, and <laughs> man, so he hit that eighty-seven percent. He's like, oh, we just, I'm just gonna <coughs> chill at the room. No, then that shit right there should um, in a lot of crown, cause shit, you die. <laughs> you don't want to do too much. I would think. And you, and you know what? <coughs> I think that has a lot to do with just everything that's going on. People just need to lay back and chill. And I think that's what's the problem with the little kids is that a lot of times, you know, they have young parents who ain't turned down yet. Mm -hmm. So they getting in shit, uh, doing situations to where they not there. And then you have kids just kind of roaming and pats and chilling. That's something that always, uh, I'll be telling my wife, upsets when I go to the park and I see a group of kids, yeah. And I see a group of kids um, out there playing and no adults. And then you listen to what music they listening to mm -hmm. on the phone and little girls popping and shit and I'm like it, it, this is not gonna work this is not gonna cut it man like far like I say I'm a parent myself and I try to watch my kids around I try to watch what they watching you know what I'm saying to pay attention to what's going on because for those who know what's actually going on in the big world you need to watch what's going on man with, with your kids and this TV basically really my opinion might not need to be watching TV you know what I'm saying? It's Yo. too much influence going on that we don't, you know what I'm saying? Most people understand what's going on, what's the higher heads in, in, in the game. And main thing I can tell parents that are young and you listening to this, man, get in tune to your churn. You ain't got to be a child friend, but get in tune to your child because, boy, the way the world lives, it's set up for downfall. You ain't in tune with your kids, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, and uh, and I noticed like all of my friends that have kids, man, we barely see each other, but we dig it though. You know, we get together here and have a barbecue, mm -hmm. but it's like everybody know that each man is like on his mission. Mm -hmm. You know, so and I feel like really that's really the solution for our problem. You know, as black people, it's just ultra investing our kids, cause our kids won't be out even in a position to get tried by the police. If we, you know what I'm saying, if we in their shit. Yeah. That's right the truth. That. Now, now, that now I'm not taking sense. responsibility off nobody. But the truth of it is, is if you in their shit, they're not even going to be in the situation for a police to try to, hey, because you probably going to be right there. I don't even fuck around. I don't leave my kids. My kids are like two and five. So there is no leaving them unattended. It's like two or three people I leave and let them watch. You know what I'm saying? Because as you know, you got kids. That's your everything. It's like, I don't want to have to kill nobody around this shit. That's pretty much how I look at it. Like, I don't want to go to jail and if some shit go wrong, it's hammer time. <laughs> Straight up, fuck it. You know. Yeah. But anyway, back to the music. So you said you started out in like seventh grade. Yeah. And then around about the time, which probably like 10 years later, you bumped into Sean, you had the actual finances to push it forward. Yeah. Uh, well, even before he met Sean, I was putting out mixtapes. You know what I'm saying? I had a little money to do it then. But when I met Sean, it was more of the fact of this is a guy who actually knows the structure of music, you know what I'm saying? I learned a lot, you know what I'm saying, about tempos, um, just <clears throat> watching Sean work the mixing boys, it, it, it made me understand that 
this can be a job. So when I met Sean, it just, <clears throat> it elevated me, period, just as far as the beats I was getting and, and the way I was delivering my music. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Sean, you know, Beat Trap. Shout out to Sean and Beat Trap. You know, I met Sean. I met Sean because I used to work at uh, Win Dixie on Southwest 16th and Maine, right? So, uh, supervisor there, which was like a mentor to me, a Jamaican guy named Mr. Fletcher, he was like, hey, you need to get with this guy named Sean. He make these real good beats. So I call Sean, we link up. I meet him in front of Win Dixie. He got a 12 pack. So, bam. I, I don't know if you knew him when he lived in La Mancha, but he lived in La Mancha. Go over to Lamancho, he got the beats on the keyboard. And I'm just like, damn, dude. Like, let me buy this. <laughs> yeah, man. And so it just popped off for now. But man, that guy taught a lot of people how to make music in Gainesville. Like he taught me how to do it, how to record, how to make beats to a degree. I know Cuzzo was telling me he mm -hmm. taught him how to do it. He mentored my he mentored my homeboy Skelly G, one of my producers. Yeah, Skelly G. Shout out to um, Skelly G. Shout man. out to Skelly G. I've been getting at him for like weeks trying to get him on the show. Him and Stilo. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to Stilo. Shout out to Stilo too. Trying to get him on the show too. Don't forget the dots. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the dots. So what projects you got popping right now? Right now I'm pushing my single count time. You can find that on on all major online music stores. Uh, I'm in the process of getting my uh, mixtape, a weighted mixtape, long awaited mixtape, King of the Trill. Um Finished, hosted by DJ X. Wait, no, I mean, excuse me. Hosted by DJ Damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do a lot. I did a lot of work with DJ X. He put me on a lot of shows, doing a couple of tours. I'm also featured on a lot, a lot of uh, mixtapes. Um, what Would Dirt Do? You can find that. That Piff right now. That Piff. What Would Dirt Do? I'm on... Um, um. I'm on. Uh, I'm featured on that. I'm featured on that mixtape, hot mixtape. Um, basically, just a lot of different features. I'm on the uh, Hollywood the Chef um, mixtape. Compliments to the Chef um, on that new Fire Scooby that dropped third on uh, October 31st. Big Tay. I mean, I'm pushing. I'm pushing my um, my video. What are you doing? Numbers doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Doing Get pretty good. Lil Po three five two on YouTube, man. You can just Google me, Lil Po three five two. Okay. And then what I'm gonna do is, is on the page, I'm gonna put the uh, links to the YouTube, yeah. and then if it's okay with you, drop a couple videos. Because even if that. they view it for now, your thing will get the whatever you, know, you like. Get the man. Shell. Put on there whatever you like. It'll um, get the shell. What else? Um. Yeah, man. I've, I've been just been working doing a How lot of this. Doing a lot of features. Uh, I'm working on. Um, I've been in the studio back and forth working on new music. Spike, boy. Working on new music. Um, I don't really have a, a, a title for the new, the new project. I just. Uh, basically, just a lot of features. I'm pushing my single. Like I said, okay. I'm pushing my single. Doing a lot of shows. Um, and I'm I'm trying to get in. And to promote, and I do a lot of promoting. That's why you gonna hear me do drop names like D Dirt. You see what I'm saying? I do that on purpose because I'm a fan of different people, like Blazer. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, I, I, I'm always, I always do that, man. I always do that. Oh, October 24th. Y'all catch me in Money Oak, man. October Fest, brought to you by Jonathan Banks. Yes, I will be there. Nice. Will be there. Nice. Will nice. be there. 
Nice. Okay. Yeah. So, um, are you also doing? So you know what I want to talk about? When I was talking to another guest of mine, Gino Mays, I was telling him that right now, the money in the music, to me, is not really in record sales per se, because nobody's really buying CDs. I mean, shit, nobody's even taking CDs if you try to handle them for free. The money, to me, I feel, am I right? You're right. So, so the money is pretty much on the road, you know, like doing yeah. shows and doing gigs. And that's one of the good things about podcasts, too. Once you build up a certain level of following, you can just be like, okay, Bim, I'm gonna be here, here, and here. Come check me out. Are uh, you? You say Oktoberfest money? Oh, boom! Check them out. And this episode here is gonna drop not this Monday, but the Monday after that. So I don't know if that'll be October twenty twenty third yet. Nah, actually, it's this weekend. It's this weekend. Okay, so this. But they get them to look look it up here. Yeah, they'll look it up. They'll see what happens. Still happened. good. It's still, man. Listen, like far the in like the industry in, industry say, record sales is there is no record sales, and that come from putting out that microwavable music. You know, yeah. microwavable food is good. Don't get me wrong. But hell, even I want me some home cooking. Yeah, it'll fuck up your health, man. It'll fuck up your health. I feel like it's it's kind of getting better mainstream with certain artists like Kendrick Lamar and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it, uh, the shit has been hijacked is, is the bottom yeah, line. It's, it's been hijacked it's, by people with money. And, you know, it's, that's why I say we're going to have to find a new vein, you know. Uh, try to find a new vein to keep the thing going. That's why. That's why I'm trying to do this. Cause I'm like, you know, we're not really getting that much radio play. Mm -hmm. It's hard to get on the radio, and then a lot of people don't listen to the radio. But once you do something like this and put it on the internet, well, then it just exists. You know, it'll, it'll be on iTunes forever. I think. Um, I don't know if it's possible, but I think we need our own. Like. At some point in time, the artist got to know how far they gonna go in that music. You got your guy that stayed independent for so long, then he moved to a whole new venture. He's still him. But like local art, not just local, underground local artists, just underground artists, period. We need like our own channel, like our own B. Our own BET is YouTube. Um, we need, we just need our own. Basically, because once once you sign that record deal, you ain't you're you're a puppy. And my thing with that 360 deal, because that's what it is right now, is they want a piece of the show, and I'm like, that's where the money is at. So my thing is, is that all of us with just a cell phone, and you see what I'm using for this particular, I'm on location. You know, we in we're out in the world mm -hmm. on location, but we can put our own content out. Man, you got dudes in prison, doing 20 years to life, putting out putting out videos so I mean of course yeah that's true because my cousin in prison and he got a cell phone so he, he got hacked with a cell phone too <coughs> therefore <coughs> independently <coughs> with or without music I mean with or without money it's just will and know-how it can be done I done a lot of my pro I call it I call it like this I've done all my projects all my solo projects off a prepaid budget. Mm -hmm. And what I call a prepaid budget, I got the gift of gal, and also, you know, I put a little couple of coins here and there. I'm going, whatever I got, I'm gonna put it in there. You know what I'm saying? So, at that time, let's say for a good 30 days, I wanna have certain things done. So just like a prepaid plan, it only work for so long. So within that time, 
it got to be done. I done a lot of my, man, I ain't gonna even lie, man. A lot of my music was done because of, you know, I can finesse, you know. You know, I had people that I've done things in the past for that, you know, it came back as a blessing, you know, mm -hmm. for me to do music. And a lot of people, they see my drive and they, they like what I do. So, of course, I got, you know, I, I pay for beats too. I pay for studio time too, but yeah. also I may get a beat here for free and I may get studio time for free, promotion for free. Um, I work the barter system. Yeah. You do this for me, I do that for you. Then so, bam. I mean... That's what I call in my prepaid budget. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, and, the, and the other thing too is we have to invest in each other. Exactly. Because the thing of it is, is that if you blow up, then bam, you know, just like I said with the podcast, your people are going to listen to it. Bam. But then they're going to listen to something that somebody else listened to and somebody that on the next episode is going to listen to your thing. Mm -hmm. And bam, the links is there. Bam, 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 bam. And that way, everybody's helping each other, and then we're building. Yeah. Because that's really what I think it's time to do is build. And I think that's what the environment of this country is telling us. You know, a lot of people is on protesting and stuff, but I'm just saying, hey, let's build. Like, you know, I, I hear like a lot of people are saying protest Christmas, which I did. Because I was saying that like three years ago, my wife thought I was crazy. And I was like, man, really, we just need to protest Christmas. Because if you know how much money we spent... On, man, just us, African American demographic, we spend a serious amount of money, you know, and that is the leveraging tool, because you know, getting out there and marching is great. It definitely gets people's attention, but money gets the right people's attention. Yeah. You know, if you take that money away, it's like bam. Yeah, money is power. You in know, some, money is power. Form. You know, and then after, and like it's little shit that be freaking me out. Like, why is none of the corner stores? owned by the people, you know how representatives of the community in it. The higher people from ghettos, from other parts of the world, coming to our ghetto and setting up shop and selling us nothing but unhealthy stuff. <laughs> I just went there and got a water and I'm like, damn, the water costs more than the 99 cent uh, Hawaiian punch. Man, listen, whoever, That's deep. whoever, <laughs> whoever the sugar. genius is that made, that decided, to sell water in a fucking bottle, you the fucking man. I promise you, you're the top hustler. How in the hell you sell some shit that you can get out the sink, boil it, and get whatever little stuff you need to make it pure? Basically, boil it and boil it. Man, I was shit. That man, the mother, whoever made, whoever the bottle water genius, he's a motherfucking man. Well, and you know, that's just. That's just that marketing and packaging, mm -hmm. you know. But that's, like you said, it's just like the dope game. All this person did was figure out how to put a common thing in exactly. an uncommon package yep. and, and appeal to the weaknesses of human desire, yep. you know. Because I'm a person that I got a, a five-gallon dispensing thing that you hit the little button, and then I like to either buy gallons or the three-gallon thing that you, like, put in the refrigerator. But my wife likes bottles of water, and I'm like, I hate bottles of water. Like at my house, cause it's like you see half drunk bottles of water mm. and shit, and you like pouring out bottles of water and filling up the recycling bin, and I'm like, just get a gallon, and you know I'm old school, so I say glass jars. I'm like, man, get a gallon, just put some ice in that glass jar, bam, you got some fucking ice cold, and you know make a move. Man, I drink my shit. I give me city punch. I don't care about. What city punch? Water. 
Oh, God, tap water. Fawcett. You know, I grew up on City tap water. Punch, man. And when I came up here, I started hanging out with Jamaican people, and they were not in the tap water. Like, oh, I don't drink. I'm like, what's wrong? I used to drink the shit out of the water hose. Yeah. And I'm like. Hey, like my daddy say, he paying for it. Why the hell he came back? Yeah. Man, he can't drink it. Yeah. some more water. I'm paying twice for water. Come on. Yeah. And you know what? Water. You know, water pretty soon is gonna cost more than gas. And you can get the bitch out of anywhere. Yeah, you can that's just, crazy. You can but I mean that's connected. just that's just that's just like a person who invent anything that a con I am trying to invent I wanna invent something that everybody needs in their house. You must need in your house, you gotta have in your everyday life. I mean that's the key, man. That's the something key. that's common exactly. and simple and affordable. And that's what and it that is, catch. water. Because if you can sell it for a dollar. You know what? That's Because if you can sell it for a dollar, you know, I don't know if you remember Micro Machines. Mm -hmm. The dude that invented Micro Machines is like a multi-millionaire. Because I think he sold those things in the bubblegum machines for like a quarter. But millions and millions and millions of little kids hit those little machines and, you know, <laughs> all you got to do is have something that'll sell for a dollar. And you know what? I'm... I've always had the idea. I hope nobody don't steal my idea because I've never mentioned it before. But I got an idea for a book, and it's based off my homeboy I told you about. You ready? It's called Post Traumatic Hood Disorder, right? And what this pretty much is, because I don't think people think about this shit. Because watch this: when you have a mass shooter, you know that may be of European descent. That person is always crazy. That person is always shouldn't have had the gun because they have a mental problem. Mm. It's not their nature is a mental disorder they're sick you know what i'm saying now when now the prisons are full of us and they don't say we're sick they just say those people are need to be there because they're dangerous that's speaking to a person's nature they are dangerous you know they're not sick they are dangerous so my thing is is that i was talking to my homeboy you know we we're chopping it up chopping it up and he was like man i feel like i feel like i have i feel like i'm traumatized and i was like, what you talking about bro he's like I'm like, what happened? He's like, bro, I just feel like I'm traumatized from my life. You know, because he grew up in a situation where his mom was on drugs. His dad actually introduced him to selling dope, you know, I think in seventh or eighth grade. Um, and I was like, damn, I wonder how many people out there is just traumatized from the first 12 or 13 years of their life. And then society, you know what I'm saying? And then society isn't treating this person like a person that has, you know, an issue or maybe need some psychological help, some medication. It's just that this person is that, you know. And I feel like I see a lot of people like that walking around, you know, that's traumatized, you know. I wasn't too traumatized. I live in the hood, but my mom was a police officer, so she wasn't playing too much of that shit. I was in the house. It was like, you know, she was strict. She wasn't playing games. Shit, my parents ain't play that shit. My old boy ain't play that shit. It's just, you know, I rebelled. So that was a lot of the things with my old boy. Yeah. I mean, that's that's fair rare. Yeah. In the black community. So I mean in America. In, yeah, in America, period. In America but, period. You know, and I'm thirty four. You know. Yeah. So I mean you're a rare person that ha can say that, you know, my foundation is still boom. Yeah. You know, because my parents got divorced when I was eleven. And I be telling people that shit. That made me put some emotions away that never came back up. I remember I went I uh First day of fifth grade, okay, my mama said, okay, we're going to go see your daddy. Okay, 
and we go over to my grandma's house. Hey, dad, it's first day of school, getting ready to go to school. So I said, so dad, when you coming home? And this guy looked up at me and said, never. Boom, that was it. Man, do you know, that was some real shit. Now that was traumatic. You know, I didn't have no like street traumatic shit. That was traumatic. I'm pretty sure it would. That shit was traumatic. So like you said, to have parents that still together and never have to have experience, you know, what a, most kids experience nowadays, like living in a two, one parent household or this yeah. and that and the other, you know. That's why it's funny to me because a lot of people, they try to blame it on, you know, single parent homes or kids being raised by family members. Man, it really doesn't matter <laughs> whether your parents mad or they separate or what uh, or whatever. It's on that person. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Man, the environment. My parents work hard. I used to get ass whooped. Straight up. You feel what I'm saying? So I know wrong from right. But I also stayed in the hood. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, your so environment. Was my environment. So there was some things that I did in the hood that my friends did. There was some things I did. I mean, I didn't do that they did. Is the fact that because I was taught right and I mean... I ain't, I ain't had time to be trying to, you know, rank bump head with my old boy. So that was the whole point. But I still did the same thing them niggas did in the hood. You know, I had to sneak and do a lot of my shit. Yeah, what that's saying? what I was finna say. I was finna say, I, uh, I never was too belligerent. It was weird, though. It was a weird paradox. Because it's like, my same friends that I hung out with, like, we just hanging out. You know, I'm dribbling my basketball. But it's like, they happen to be selling dope. But the weird thing of it was is my it was weird. Like my mom didn't really trip on that. Like we just chilling like we chilling right now. But every five minutes or so you may have to go over and catch one. But I wasn't doing it. So it's it's weird. It's like a weird gray area environment that you grow up in. And then I think another thing that that, that freaks kids out of that freaked me out is to see how adults behave when they have addictions and the kids are the person selling the drugs. Like that is a mind. I oh, think yeah. that I yeah, think yeah, that yeah. that's the biggest mind mind fuck of it all. Cause I mean I'm talking about adults, and we like in seventh and eighth grade, and you yeah. know, adults is like you know, you know lowering themselves below the standard of a child because of this thing, and it's like it messes up everybody's reality, you know, especially the kid. Their reality is highly askew. It's like I think, and seeing I think that kind of fuck kids up too because when I did start you know dabbing and dabbing in the streets at a young age I seen how you know I knew what a base was so to me at a young age the base was lower than me you see what mm -hmm. I'm saying and I seen how they was treated but growing up in the growing up in the game and start to figure out these are regular people yeah you know what I'm saying they just had misfortune in life I started to respect that you know respect it so, but yeah, it, to be young and have somebody, an older person, basically can you can control what they do, you can control their life, they they hold whatever. That that's that's power. Yeah. You know, at a young age, that's power. Now you just have to, you know, have to distinguish if I'm gonna run rampant with it or I'm gonna use it to my advantage and you know and, and benefit from it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I mean, and you see, you can see the people who kind of come up, and then the people who kind of 
flop out. Mm-hmm. You know, the people who are good at it, and then the people who are not so good at it. But I don't know. I don't really see a lot of crack anymore myself. I don't know if it even exists. I don't know. I I still, if I even see some crack, I laugh because I mean. I mean, I won't say see crack. Change, I don't. Man. I don't think I see people who smoke it. It's it like, ain't real like because it, it changed a couple times. It went to pills. The work is whack, man. That's why I'm over. That's <laughs> listen. That's why I believe why a lot of people are starting to do music. That you know, guys that's from the hood or whatnot, because the drug game is so watered down. It's it's just like music. When 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 NWA came out and all when when when. when yeah, when black people came out with the music <laughs> from the hood and everything, it, it was cool. It was cool to be a hustler and all that because that's what we came from. Mm-hmm. Then when the white man or the industry, however you want to call it, okay. get their hands on it, it's watered down. You see commercials right now, it's about hip-hop and all that. It, it used to be, I ain't going to say sacred, but it used to be just like how it was in the hood. We proud of this. We're proud of having this. This is our language. This is our culture. This is what we speak. Yeah, you can do it, but don't water it down. You yeah. don't under, you study it, but don't be a part of it if you don't understand it. Or, you know, uh, don't be a part of it to the point that you now control it. Exactly. And that's the difference. Because my thing is, everything is for everybody. But the thing of it is, is we have lost control. You know, and that's the scary part about it. And what I was telling the person is, if you notice, most of the European artists that are coming out are wicked. Like Lil Dicky, that dude can flow. But then the artists that they'll promote from us are good. It sounds good, but that technical proficiency isn't on that same level. So when you start talking, oh, lyricist of the year goes to this guy. It's like, okay, he's wicked. I get that, not taking anything away from that guy. But... The cards were stacked in his favor because on the other side it was just me- mediocrity that mm-hmm. sounded good. You know, you put a million dollars behind anything, it's gonna sound good. <laughs> Shit gonna sound damn good. You know, Trap Queen sounds good. Not a bad song. You know, not, but not a bad. It's catchy. I mean, and that and that's and seeing and that and that's <laughs> it's funny because the song is catchy. Um, I don't even know how we can break this down. It can be broke down in so many ways. The song is very catchy. It's a good song. I didn't like it off top because I know a lot of new music. I just don't gravitate to. Yeah, like yeah. You kind of gotta let it sell yeah. and see what it really <clears throat> sounds like without the hype. I like the hook, the beat, and his cadence. Okay. What he's saying far as the verses. I don't give a dang. It ain't, and that's what it is. It's about the book, the hook, the beat, and your cadence. Pretty much. You can say nothing. Nothing. Hopskin, that's why I like Hopskins. If y'all don't know Hopskins, y'all look him up. He got a song. I, I can't, I don't know what it's actually called for the title, but basically, he tell you about how rappers trap music, rappers that rap about trap music. Okay. And through the whole song, he ain't say shit. <laughs> but Is guess there a what? Video out on that? It, yeah, it's I think a video I seen that right video. Now. But guess what? It's raw because of the beat and the cadence, and I think and, and it had a hook. Yeah, Yo, and the, the one visual, like uh, like five cups, like a quadruple cup. Yeah, yeah. and it's the visual. Yeah. Now it's a got, formula. They just put the formula exactly, there and took out the word. Exactly. 
Now you got cats like Rick Ross, Trey, you call it trap music, whatever. Bars all day. T.I. Bars oh. all day. You got Future. Future. Future's future. He's a good entertainer. I'm a, he's a good entertainer. He said he said some dope shit. Now don't get me wrong. As far as lyrics, uh, lyricists, I ain't gonna give him that. I'm gonna give him he 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 can spit. He 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 um. He can tell vivid his his hood stories are very vivid and I can I can picture those. It, you know, it's it's like common. And man's lethal. Kanye, yeah, lethal. Yeah. Big Sean, lethal. Yeah. Then you have um You have people like gunplay. I like gunplay. Lethal. I like gunplay. Ball. I like even gunplay. Though, even though he's a even though what he talk about is the same shit, you know. That most thug niggas talk about, he has bars. And you know what I like about gunplay? I feel like that is real what gunplay is talking about. It is. Like I question some of Rick Ross stuff. Is that really what? Is this your life, Rick Ross? Or are you just a good writer? And I, if you're just a good writer, I respect it because he he goes right. Mm -hmm. So I guess he's a writer. Okay, you tell good stories, but gunplay seems more like, yeah, like yeah. And this see, is this is real stuff. He's and, that dude. And I really think I like Dro too. I think Dro is. Underrated, but Dro is a lyricist. Dro is underrated, and I think Dro underrated because he did it to himself. My opinion. Why do you think he did it to himself? When the, when Young LA came out, to okay. me he switched his whole style. When Young LA signed the um the Grand Hustle, the Grand Hustle, he he, he switched his style. He's, to me, he just totally Dro totally switched his style, which you know, I mean that. So now he's coming back. He's coming back. He's not coming yeah, back as the same Dro though. Yeah, because I didn't he's even know that was Dro. The Dro, if he came, he's along with the Migos and all that era. Like everybody trying to, like. I guess he got to <laughs> evolve. I guess is it a is he evolving or is he just trying to follow the trend? Man, that man trying to he he trying to follow the trend. He just riding the wave. He trying to catch his little dollars before his time expires. Yeah, cause Joe got but when Joe first came out, I was like, damn, Joe that nigga got balls. balls. He got balls. He got balls, like serious balls. You just, I mean, I fight with myself. I, I joke with my manager. You know, I joke with my manager many times, and my homeboys. It's like maybe I got to come out with a song that's dumb to get on. And what we say we laugh, but I say, how can I? Like, even when I'm writing my. Well, I'm at my best and I'm writing and it, it may sound mediocre. I got I got the question. And I'm not trying. So that all I'm all that's telling me is you know you can do better, Poe. So if I'm trying to do this, I think it'll hurt my feelings. I don't think I can make a dumb hit. I don't think yeah. I, can. I don't think yeah. I, that's what I call them dumb hits. I yeah. can't make no dumb hit. And my thing is my thing always was I couldn't perform it. Like I couldn't make a song talking about too much street stuff and hood stuff because I didn't really do that, you know. I could talk about certain things, but it wouldn't be from a street level. It would just be yeah. from a business level, you know. So it's like I can't be up on stage talking about this, 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 and that because that's not genuine to my life experience. Yeah. I was like, I would just feel like a fraud, you know. I feel And then I'd be wondering how do, uh, how do some of these guys rationalize what they're saying. But I think what they do is is they create a persona so it's like well this isn't me this is the persona i'm not saying i did it 
I'm saying this is the persona. It's an act. It's like a movie. And I get that too. That's the prime example, like um, Slim Jesus. You know, I was going, I, I'm glad I, you brought that back up because I saw you in the came, picture with Slim when Jesus. When he came out, it's, did he get shot or was that a joke? Man, that's a joke. Look. Okay, I was like, I, I, I did, Jesus I did, yet. dude, because the whole same fact is right now, the game been watered down. Yeah. The rap game been yeah. watered down. I think this is the way to get it back right is going on the internet ourselves. But yeah, it's the been The game been, been watered soft. down. So you they been they been letting people come in who they know not about the hood shit and talk about it. What what old boy did was he's a fan of music. And he a fan of drill drill music. Okay, and that's the Chicago stuff, and right? That's the Chicago shit. What Jit did is fuck it. I'm gonna make drill music. Why not? He may hang around. See, the one thing what people uh, fail to realize, you can hang around somebody. You can be live. You can live in the hood or be in the hood, and have or have people that have hood tendencies and speak their life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I seen it as what Jit did was with any other person that's been doing it who got millions. Who who quote unquote are fake? Fuck it, he getting money. Jit getting money. Jit has an avenue that can simply pay the way for whoever in his family. You see yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. He eating. He eating. And and at the end of the day, he probably is pole too, or probably was pole too. Exactly. Jit man, Jit had an interview and said he don't he don't go around shooting people and doing all this because he know that's dumb. He has homeboys that has cases. He has homeboys that does this. I mean, he does what the typical young child does. Smoke weed, listen to uh, rap music. May drink lean liquor, you know, well, smoke it's, cigarettes. It's typical it's American the, teenage typical, stuff. Exactly. So, boom. But the thing is, I also see how G, if G, I don't know if he's thinking about it like this or his management team. Jit is one of the most talked about artists right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I and, just stumbled across him. Guess what? Just like everybody else, just stumbled. I, I, I just so haven't seen his video. I watched a lot of videos on different places, so I just seen it, and I watched it. I like the beat. I was looking, you know, I was at awe. But then, you know, shit, people, in, there's not a lot of drill artists that, you know, have bars. I like what he's saying. I like yeah. the substance. I like music. Whether you real or fake, if I like your music, I like it. So boom. The thing is, they know if let's say if I was his manager, I know he's gonna be the most talked about because he looked like Opie Taylor. Yeah, and that's the thing, it's a good contrast. Boom. And that's and, and artistically, mm -hmm. that's where it catches people. It's like when you see a Chinese chick with a big ass booty. Exactly. It's like, whoa, what in the fuck? Exactly. Because it's not even supposed to so, be there. So now word of mouth is gonna gonna yeah, get the fame. Yeah. You got people to oh man, who is like this look, have you heard of Lil Dicky? Like Lil Dicky, the Jewish Jewish rapper kid. I don't know if I heard of him. Okay. I, I might have. I don't know. Google Lil Dicky. He got okay. he got serious balls, but it's weird because it's coming out of a package that you don't expect this to come out exactly. of. Exactly. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Ooh, still coughing out that loud. <laughs> and. Basically, what I've done, I've created, um, uh, what they call it, a, um, a sleeping giant. Okay. I've created a sleeping giant. I have Opie Taylor, 
with a bunch of hood ass motherfuckers, with whether they props or not, with guns, and we doing hood shit, talking about hood shit. I know, out of a million people, if I can just get a hundred people talking good about me, the other percentage is gonna dog my my artists. But guess what? Just like you say, C. Scott say he heard about it through somebody else, or through some, or through another avenue. He yep. ain't see it. So once you hear somebody and I watch talk the video about it, to the end, boom! And once you see somebody talk, who the hell is a Slim Jesus? Who the hell is a white boy? What is it's what? a good name too. I mean, it's well thought out. It's a good name. Man, Slim this Jesus. shit is what it's, you it's, call strategy. This it's is well fucking thought out. Ass. It's well thought out. This people got the best drug right now. It's called Slim Jesus. That's the. That is the most high quality dope right now. That is like that flocker shit. It's fucking up your head. What is the flocker? Do you know? Man, is listen. Flocker is something you don't need to be fucked okay, up with. Okay, because here's my question. I have. I'm kind of. I'm like. I'm turning to an old man. It's crocodile and flocker is the new things that I've seen on the internet, but I haven't seen it or seen. I haven't even heard of anybody who's heard of it. Have you ever heard of? I've heard crocodile of or flocker. flocker. I heard of flocker. I heard. What of is flocker? From I don't know if it's Miley, I don't know if it's Bassal, I don't know if it's Miley and Bassal. It, it, <laughs> I don't know if it's Miley, Bassal, maybe a little bit of both and some crap. You know how you just laughed about that? When yeah. I heard somebody say Flocker, I laughed about the drug. It's a Flocker called Flocker. Listen, just like how Waka Flocker ass came in the game, y'all better, that's just what that drug, that drug do, man. Y'all better look that shit, all this new age shit. Man, weed. That's weed. It. You need if 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 you're gonna use a drug, use weed, man. Weed. God yeah, damn it, weed. Cause you know fuck what? a cigarette, uh, fuck an alcohol, weed. If you're gonna use a fucking drug, shit. And I still maintain that uh weed, marijuana, cannabis is just the herb, man. I feel like it's just demonized because of I don't even know because I don't ever I've never seen weed do anything bad to a person All right, except I, for make a person chill out you know is it takes away the anxiety and that's what I'm talking about now, now remember I said about post-traumatic hood disorder and please think about that when you walking around in the hood think about that because I just always think about how many people who man it's like I don't understand what the fuck what is this guy doing like when I, I work late so I come home at night and you know that uh, uh, you know university coming down you pass Williston you pass that Walgreens then it's that car place that always have a million cars there mm-hmm. and it's a little store and late at night I will always see these dudes like older than me hanging out at this store the police is there every other night and I'm just like what in the fuck are they just doing there and every and once in a while I stop there because I need to get something and it is like the walking dead it's like I can't understand the mentality and every night it'll be a chick there and that'll be some it'll be a weird co- and I'm just like I do not fucking get it man come on people what is we doing you know man we, we as most people we as people we lost you know and that's not everybody no, that's not it's not everybody but you know it just trips me out and stuff so what can people look forward in the future from from Little Poe um more music, um, a DVD. And is the DVD a movie or a, um, co- a collaboration of videos? 
basically it's like a collaboration of videos. Um, I'm writing a movie. I'm writing a movie. I'm writing. I'm, I'm been. I'm been writing too. Okay. Um, Holler at me if you need an extra. <laughs> hey man, and, that, and that's the thing when I when I get ready to start presenting to people, I'm I'm gonna need the support from different people. I'm gonna need people like you to even just. <clears throat> play a part and even just interview you know what yeah I'm you know as you see we got the interview game up we'll I come guess. and talk to you and, and see that's another thing before we even close this whenever we close this I I feel like everybody be talking about unity 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 with this music shit unity unity you can't you're, you can't force the unity okay um I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm I fuck with a lot of different people. I can't mention. I I'm not gonna be able to mention everybody because I can't. Can't. Yeah, pull all them pull names. Pull all them names. Out of the but hat. for instance, <clears throat> if somebody posts, I need graphics. I know people that do graphics. I tag their name. Okay. And that's what everybody should do when you somebody. All right, basically it's like this. I'm tagging their name because I deal with them. That's like, if I know my homeboy Munch from um, Black Galaxy do um, shoot videos, take pictures, and do graphics, Okay. why not put his name out there? You know what I mean? Why not, you know, get somebody else to, um, you know, to be not just I fuck with them, everybody else should fuck with them. If yeah, networking. Network. Yeah, basically networking. If I know, um, and that's just like um, DJ Fear. He does yeah. graphics. He does club promoting. Um, Devonte Gates. He does um, promoting for shows and artists. Yeah. Um, DJ Damage. He's a, he's a DJ I deal with. You know, DJ X. He's a DJ um, slash um, promoter slash businessman. You know, I got it's all these names. Jonathan Banks. He, Jonathan Banks, yeah. He, he, he does all type of shit. I mean, Skelly G don't just make beats. He engineers. You may catch him on a little DJ. You may even catch him shooting a video and editing video. Oh, yeah, I didn't you see. Know, I didn't know that. Man, see, and I can go a list, go on and go on, but what I'm saying is utilize the people that's... If you really want to come together, utilize the people that... That does this, like um, Ty from Loud Magazine. I love her. Yeah. She she she's a strong. She that lady there. If 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 people haven't met her and sat down with her, she need to be interviewed because is she here in Gainesville. Yeah. She 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 believes in equality. I think that's a word. Yeah. She believes in it. Um, she's a very strong person, and what I what I feel like is most people are afraid to spend money. You know, not everybody do shit free. She does the thing she does is is worth paying for. Yeah, so yeah, because I heard about magazine. I didn't even know that was out of Gainesville. Yeah, you know why not? You know what I'm saying? If you know she does interviews or she does. Um, she 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 she's a protester and different things. She's a strong leader. Why not? 
put her name out there, just yeah. like you. I ain't even know what a podcast is. Now that I'm dealing with you, I'm gonna put your name out there. I'm gonna get people. To yeah, do and that's shit. the thing. If you know any artists, people trying to get them on. As you see, this is what we do. We just gonna sit down. We're gonna talk shit. We're gonna talk knowledge. We're gonna talk about you. You know, and just promote everything. And now the people know a hell of a lot more about Little Poe than if it was just even an interview in a magazine where it's little snippets of what you said. Yeah. It's like, and I don't edit this. Like when I put it up here, I'm gonna do an intro, so I will tell them everything and an outro. And everything we said, people walking up, closing doors, yeah. kids, and all of it's in there because it's real. Like, I want them to hear the neighbors coming in, and I want them to hear the car coming yeah. by, the anything, the light of spark. Because this is real, you know. I want to get some pictures, too. Yeah, just, we can just right that. here, shit, you Man, know. Man, we can do it, don't matter. You know. Um, like. But yeah, you got a network. Yeah, and I want to get is the lady with loud, is she accessible? Yeah, she works. She, she works. She get she worked like she got this lady got a regular job too, but yeah, she um, Facebook best thing to do is hit on Facebook, man. She like I just I don't understand why. <laughs> oh shit! I'm gonna have to wrap it up because it's it's low battery. Okay, me. man. Just put it like this, man. Okay, this well let's tell everybody first of all where can they get you at? Every link. Listen, bet Google me, Love Paul three five two. I'm on Twitter, Lil Poe three five two. Uh, Instagram, Lil Poe three five two. I am Lil Poe on uh, Snapchat, Lil Poe three five two. Lil Poe three five two. Lil Poe three five two. Just Google me, Google Lil Poe three five two. Download my single count time. All major online stores. Check it, and I'm gonna pause this for it. Don't save it. Well, truth tellers, another one in the books. You know, I want to give a big shout out to Lil Poe, you know, for letting us come through, uh, opening up, sharing, you know, his point of view on a lot of different aspects of life in the hood, you know, because the hood does need a hero right now. Uh, I just want to, you know, give my thanks to everybody, the listeners, the truth tellers that come in and speak this truth. And I also want to just extend the invitation out to everybody. If you're listening, if you're an artist, a businessman, a regular person, and you just got something you want to get off your chest, hit me up. Come to the page www.tellmethetruth-podcast.com. Go to the uh, Become a Truth Teller page, which is on the Contact Us tab, and hit me up. You don't have to use your real name. If you, you know, I would rather you say what's on your mind under a pseudonym then come on and be walking on eggshells because you don't want to get fired you know if you think some shit is some bullshit holla at me we'll line it up and we'll set the shit on file you know use a pseudonym but anyways hit me up on tell me the truth dash podcast.com subscribe share listen like tell your friends you know how we do it and i 
I don't really feel like I have anything else to add. I know I'm going to be designing some new T-shirts. I know when you go on the link, for some reason, the company I'm messing with, like, jacked up the prices of my T-shirts to, like, $40, which is stupid as hell. So I'm going to be coming out with some brand new T-shirts at a reasonable price. Try to get it, like, $15, $20 a shirt. So, yeah, just hit me up. And once again, I apologize about my nasal situation. I know I sound funny, a little lispy, too, probably. But, you know, you got to hang with me. So, anyways, to pull this thing out, I'm going to um, play one more song by Lil Poe. This is called Count Time. And it is what it is. Deuce it. Oh, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. It is what it is. And I'm going to leave you with this saying. If you can't tell the truth, don't talk about it. Peace. Hey, yo, Reese. Hey, go get all the money count out the other room, man. I don't know what the hell wrong with this one. Hey yo, baller, roll up all the loud, my nigga. I'm talking about all up. Hey yo, wood, man, turn up the motherfucking music, dog. You screeching all loud with the motherfucking fork. Hey yo, twenty, I don't bag that thing up. I don't wrap that thing up, my nigga. Let's get in the car and let's go get this fucking money. You niggas ain't shit unless you getting that money. I don't wanna talk unless you talking that money. Wake up in the morning just to get that money. Can't eat, can't sleep until I count that money. Bitch, I call a cupcake. cupcake You mad, come and trap it, keep her up late up Do this shit every day, I'm about a hundred times Fuck a blood, watch my ass, get it count time Bitch, I'm about my bread, ain't no other way to put it Either got it or you don't, I suggest you go and get it Beat your ass, left behind, shoot, shoot, and bullshit Best bet to get the paper instead of flogging with them bitches Nigga, knock you off the map, you finna standing in the way Put a face on your head, nigga, bring back your shit Nigga, do you have a hustle? Can you get it? Shit. Shit. 